Ngayon, last week, ang pinag-usapan natin is yung mga hadlang kung bakit hindi nararanasan ang provision ni God. Sa katunayan, ang Diyos ay nag-provide na. At at the cross of Jesus pa lang, nung siya'y namatay, pinurchase niya lahat ng mga provisions na kinakailangan natin. Pero minsan, may mga hadlang kung bakit hindi napapa sa atin o hindi tayo nai-enjoy. May mga hindrances. And today, I just want to share with you a, a, a recap of that. Una, is kung meron tayong ugali na ungrateful, yan, masasabotage na yung ating karanasan of His blessing. Kung meron tayong uh, 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 ugali na unfaithful with mga malilit na bagay, yan, ma- magiging problema yan. So kung unfaithful ka sa maliit, hindi kaya, kahit gusto, hindi kaya ng Diyos na i-advance i- i- ka sa susunod na level. That would not be loving. Mapapahamak ka lang kung Ma, halimbawa, ibibigay mo ng susi sa sasakyan sa isang 10-year-old. You know, so, hindi, hindi pa pwede. Kung hindi siya faithful sa bicycle, paano ka magkakapag-drive ng truck? Mga ganon. So, we have to learn to be faithful. And then the third one is unbelief. So, ungrateful, unfaithful, or unbelieving. Kung hindi tayo talagang all-in trusting that God loves you enough that He wants to provide. Minsan ang feeling natin, kaya ng Diyos pero ayaw niya. And that's not the heart ni God. Ang heart niya is He wants to provide for you. He's a good, good Father. That's who He is. That's who He is. And uh, today I just wanted to share with you a little, another layer of this, uh, another revelation. Uh, it's about decisions na kailangan natin gawin. And at the end of this topic, I'll tell you those decisions, tatlong decisions na kinakailangan natin gawin, mga pasya, to unblock the blessing. These are decisions to unblock the blessing blockers. And so, before we go to that, let us pray. Lord, teach us today kung paano kami makipag-deal sa mga traps ni Satan, sa mga ginagawa niya sa buhay namin, sa mga puso po namin, that would block any blessings that you have for us. Thank you for your desire to provide for our needs. And help us to receive that. In Jesus' name, amen. Sa totoo lang, ang intention, ang motibo ng Diyos is pagpalain ka. Hindi lang yung mga daily needs, yung mga basic na pagkain, yung para survive. Pero ayaw ni God na manatili ka lagi sa survival mode lang. Ang gusto niya maranasan ka ng abundance. He wants you to experience overflow. You're blessed to be a blessing. And sa totoo lang, walang limitation ang Diyos. He's not, hindi siya gipit, hindi siya limited sa kanyang resources. He has plenty. But dahil na, nandito na sa, sa mundo nito, we have a fallen world, fallen yung economic system, fallen yung mga, mga tao, we have a, a world of sin, dahil doon minsan, hindi nararanasan. Other people, na nag-grab nila yung abundance, nag-grab nila yung riches, pero with a great sacrifice din. May trade-off eh. Sinacrifice nila yung pamilya para lang maghanap buhay. Sinuko nila, parang giniva, binaliwala nilang yung kanilang pagsunod kay Jesus para lang habulin ng yaman. Sometimes people even work hanggang emotionally or mentally sick. Health goes down. So, if ever na 
you understand the, the, the intention of God, yung kanyang puso sayo to, to bless you, to prosper you, then I believe we can start moving from the land of just enough, yung zakto lang, and we can move into the land of more than enough. God wants to provide more than enough for you. So if ever, alam ko na mga ilan sa atin ay lumaking sa low-income family, Alam ko na may mga ilan sa atin na nag-struggle hanggang ngayon na that, you know, mahirap mag, mag-pay yung mga bills. And then, but you don't have to stay there. Siguro kung, kung season lang yan, baka may process na the Lord is maturing you, dinidevelop ka to another faithful level. Nagbibigay siya sa iyo ng education. Siyempre, education, then, then, and then you start overflowing. So I believe that the Bible says this. Now, in Psalms chapter 92, verse 13, it says that those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish. Ako'y naniniwala sa word of God. Hindi na sinabi niya lahat ng tao sa buong mundo ay flourish. But it does say if you're planted in the house of God, your life will flourish. So kung ikaw ay uh, you know, two or three years kana sa church and tinanggap mo si Jesus and lumalago ka, you believe you're planted, na commit ka sa church and, and you're in a cell group and you're growing, maaring natataka ka, mm, planted naman ako, bakit ganito pa rin? Hirap pa rin. It, even the plant had to take some time. Hindi yeah. naman na plant, tapos kinubukasan may harvest. So stay planted because your season is coming. Your time is coming. You know, minsan it, it, takes, it takes a couple of years. It takes a little while. Hindi ko masasabi kung gano'ng katagal. But it, when you're planted in the house of the Lord, ang pangako ng Diyos is you will flourish. Your life will be fruitful. And I just believe right now, as Shiner Kulkay Bambi, the Lord is, has, has told me, of, 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 I believe, a prophetic announcement for our church. Uh, something that usually I would probably... Wait and say it until January. But I do believe that this is from the Lord, that we are as a church, I, I have a prophetic announcement, but also a warning. Not a threat, but a warning. And the, the announcement is we are entering a season of great provision. I believe as a church, lahat na mga nakaplant sa SFCC are entering into a season of supernatural favor. Abundance like you've never experienced before. Opportunities, resources, profile, influence. And I believe that God has allowed us, Nibambi, to, to, to lead this, to lead. It's like feeling parang si Moses. And I feel like God is is allowing us the privilege to lead our church into a modern-day promised land. Kumbaga, we're going to a place of milk and honey, a place that overflows. You know, I I believe that that the church is moving to a better season ahead than before. And and there's a warning with that, and the warning is really the same warning that God gave the Israelites, before nakapasok sila sa promised land. In Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 10 to 12, 
God said, well, this was Moses sharing that. He says, when the Lord your God brings you into the land, and Nabangitnya has a, a good land. He says, make certain not to forget the Lord who rescued you. So pagandun ka na, and you're prospering, you have opportunities, you may negotiate ka, or you have an influence. Remember, here's the warning. Do not forget the Lord who brought you out of your slavery. Remember where the Lord rescued you from. And don't forget who to give thanks to. Now, the first part of decisions that unblock blessing blockers is pakusapan natin yung mga blessing blocker. So ang unang blessing blocker that we need to deal with is an insecure identity. Kung sino ka sa tingin mo? Who do you think you are? Akala mo kung sino ka. No, but it means, are you basing your identity on mga shallow, mababaw, or, 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 or temporary things? See, lahat tayo siguro, we, we grow up uh, feeling a pressure to define ourselves. You know, gusto, ano ba ako? Lalaki, babae? Ano ba ako? Athletic or maganda? Ano ba ako? Ganito, ganyan, smart or musical? You know, and, and as you grow older, you start to think, sino ba talaga ako? And we start looking for things and people to define us. Maybe you, you, you get your identity from what your parents said about you. Ikaw, middle child, average ka. Oh, ikaw, bunso, spoiled ka. So, depende kung ano yung sinabi nila sa'yo. Or maybe you get your identity from mga barkada. Or maybe your appearance, yung itsura. Doon ka naka, you know, minsan uh, sumali ka grade, grade 6 and sumali ka sa Little Miss Barangay and nanalo ka ng third runner-up. So, ang identity mo is, I have to be beautiful. So, pag nasa college ka na at medyo hindi ka ganong ka-cute like nung 6th grade and, and it's, nawawala na yung identity. Because ang identity ko is beauty queen ako. Dancer ako. Karaoke queen ako. And minsan, na, na, napupulot ng yung identity natin from our grades. Or maybe what other people say. Or you get your identity from your job. I have this position. Teacher ako, abogado ako, ganito. Or maybe your, your status in life or yung successes mo. Ako mismo, I struggled din sa aking self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Because I was wanting to be a somebody. I wanted, I wanted to be, you know, lumaki ako sa medyo uh, pros- prosperous environment, comfortable. And uh, so pagdating sa high school na iniisip ko, anong maging, anong, anong, anong ba akong maging? And I had this fear of poverty or fear of being unimportant. Sino nakaka-relate sa akin? I Minsan, mean, you had this fear of being poor. Hindi naman sa gusto ko maging rich, pero fear of being poor or fear of being unimportant. And that is something about our identity. Kung ang identity mo ay basi sa iyong economic status, trabaho, 
looks, grades, successes, or accomplishments, mababaw yun. Because you feel good kapag maintain mo na yung things that builds your identity. Pero what happens kung naranasan ka ng failure? What happens if you lose those friends or lose your face or lose your job or someone disappointed you? Now what? Sino ka ba ngayon? You have to rush to find something or someone else to define who you are. But God wants to bless you maliban sa mga external things. God wants na may establish sa ng identity in your relationship sa Kanya. He wants na makaroon ka ng secured identity. Sabi, sabi mo, secured. Look at this video that talks about our identity. Who are you? What makes you, you? Your DNA? Your fingerprints? Your height? Your weight? Your appearance? What's your identity? What defines you? Your name? Your parents? Your experiences? Your mistakes? Your success? Where you live? What you do? Who you know? How much you have? These things go away. These things are temporary. When everything else fails at your core, who are you? What defines you? What is your identity? Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And also in Galatians chapter 3 verse 26, it says, In Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. Hindi mo talaga malalaman kung ano yung identity mo until you learn what this phrase means, in Christ. In Christ, napakahalaga sa Biblia, paulit-ulit, dinidescribe ang identity ng bawat believer. Doon nanggagaling ang identity ng Kristiyano. Is he is in Christ. So paulit-ulit, meron dyan that before we were in Christ, we were cut away, separated from God. Pero now that we're in Christ, kabahagi, included. I want this week na lahat ay homework is to read the whole chapter the whole first chapter of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, at bilogin mo ang lahat ng mga letters do, lahat ng mga words that talks about kung sino ka, anything that relates to the identity of a Christian. It says you're a saint. You're blessed with all spiritual blessings. You are chosen. You are adopted, redeemed, forgiven. You're lavished with grace. <laughs> we are pure and blameless, we are forgiven, and we're given hope of spending eternity. So, paulit-ulit, marami yan. But I like to summarize yung identity ko in four things. Maybe you can memorize this one too. Ito ang identity mo kung ikaw ay nakai Kristo. You are lovable. You are forgivable. 
you're acceptable and capable. Come on, let's say it together. I am lovable. I am forgivable. I am acceptable. Come on, louder. I am capable. There you go. Now, that is the identity of a believer in Christ. So, hindi na kailangan at hindi bagay sa isang Kristiyano na insecured ang identity. The more that we know who we are in Christ, the more the blessings can flow. Kasi hindi ka magiging desperate sa approval ng tao. Hindi ka magiging devastated kapag hindi dumating ang bonus. Because mayroon kang identity. You're secure in who you are. Number two, blessing blocker is a selfish motive. Now, ito ang struggle ng lahat, admit it or not. Lahat tayo ay mayroong part na we're born with, which is a selfish spirit. Selfish instinct. Kaya baby pa lang, makikita mo na inaagawan na yung toy. Mine. Mga ganon. Move out of my way. Ako muna. And then hanggang adult, hindi ganon kakainkoy, pero nandun pa rin yung manifestations of yung selfish spirit. And a selfish motive will block the provisions of God in your life. Seems, it seems like hindi logical yan. Kung, kung mag-grab ako para sa akin, the more I'll have, no? Sa totoo lang, the more you try to grab para sa sarili mo, the more hindi mo mararanasan ng provisions. It's an upside-down living, friends. You know, it says in James chapter 4, verse 3, at pag humihingi kayo, hindi, hindi yun binibigay sa inyo. Kasi mali ang motibo yan, motibo nyo. Humihingi kayo para pabigyan ang mga sariling nito pang nanasa. If you are asking God for things, He'll give. But then it says, there is a problem that would block. Kasi sabi niya, if you ask, you'll receive. Eh bakit hindi ka nakatanggap? Eh hindi ka humingi. Humingi sa Diyos at bibigay sa Knock and the door will be open. Seek, ask and you'll receive. So I don't believe not that is a lie. God truly gives. The problem is, there's a block. Kung bakit hindi nakarating? Nagbigay si God. Hindi siya na we withhold. The problem is, the selfish motive is blocking your experience. Maski nagbigay na ng Diyos, the selfish, the selfish motive could be blocking your receiving. Example, nice ng Diyos na ikaw ay maging dakila. Walang sinabi ni Jesus, don't be great. Sabi niya, the way how to be great is different. It's to serve. Humble down and serve. And the same thing pagdating sa provision. God wants you to be happy. To be wealthy. But the way how is different than the world. The way how to be happy is not grab for yourself. But overflow. To others, The way how to be rich is not 
hoard and save and spend para sayo. The way how to feel rich is overflow and be a servant and a giver. So serving and giving breaks the spirit of selfishness. Sabini Jesus, you cannot serve two masters. Namakasabai. You will love one and hate the other. You will receive from one and will block from the other. So if you love money, it blocks the Lord and his blessing. If you love the Lord, it breaks the flow of selfishness in your life. And last week, ang sinabi ko, recognize it's not yours. Ang unang hakbang dito to break the spirit of selfishness is a new thinking about money, about yung provisions ni God, bagong, bagong mind, mindset, na you recognize, hindi sa akin yan. Yung pera na nasa bulsa ko, hindi akin ito. And I know that God owns everything. Kahit na yung lakas na binigay niya sa'yo para makapag-work, eh, galing sa Diyos yan. Everything. The, the Bible says, what do we have that you have not given. Wala. What can we give that you have not first given to us? Diba? Kung sabi mo, ah, napaka-generous ako. Eh, si God ang nagbigay sa'yo. You will never be more generous than God. You know, we need generous people in this church. I want a culture of generosity in this house. A culture of giving. A culture of serving. Yeah. For example, is, is there anybody here right now today I just want to take an intermission. Is there anybody here today? Nah, don't be don't be shy. Just just get sample lang. You have a need. You have a real need right now. Raise your hand if you have a financial need. You got a, a something that you have that's going on. That's going on. A need right back here, right over there. Okay. I want to. I want. I don't want to be there. Can Can you come here so I can use the microphone? If you have a need, first one that comes here, I want to talk to you. Okay, come here, Charis. I know. Can you still see me if I come here? Okay. Anong need mo? Um, financial po, Pastor. Anong specific need? Um, sa mga pangangailangan po ng mga anak ko, Pastor, because I'm a single parent, so I need financial. Anong specific na kinakailangan mo this week? Kwan po, pambili po ng kwan nila, gamit sa school. Anong gamit? Um, right now po, Pastor, is malapit na yung Christmas party. Kailangan ko na pong ibigay unti-unti yung kailangan po nila. Like yung contribution, yung gift, pang exchange gift, tapos po, ano, damit po nila. Okay, makano ang contribution nila? Um, sa food po nila, Pastor, is kailangan ko po ng 150 per Anak ko, sir, ay pastor, kasi yun nga po. <laughs> Tapos yung sa damit po nila, pastor, is siguro 350 bawat isa po sa kanila. Tapos yung sagip po nila, 150 bawat isa din po sa kanila. Sino magaling sa math? Francis Makani. Tatlong anak, mayaman ka sa anak. Pero siyempre may overhead din. So, yun po. 650. All right. 1,650. Seriously? Wow. All right. Is there anybody here 
that's generous enough na willing magbigay sa kanya ng 1,650. Make it 1,700 na lang. Ikaw? Willing ka? Huh? Sure ka? Okay. Are you sure? Prove it. Patunayan mo. Hindi sa akin, sa kanya. Palakpakin natin si RJ! Amazing. Amazing. I get you. All right. Wait, 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 wait. I want to see this. Wait, wait, wait. Come here. Is that enough? Okay na po, Pastor. Okay lang. Anong feeling mo? Um, masaya po kasi um, by God's grace, mabibili ko na po yung ano, pang exchange gift food at saka yung mga bagong damit po ng tatlong anak ko, Pastor. Thank you. Wow. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Grabe. Hey, come here. Maliit lang yan sa'yo? Malaki. Malaki yung maliit. Malaki. Malaki yung amount na yan. Sabi niya, malaki to. You can sit down na ati. Okay lang, upo ka na. Malaki talaga kay RJ. Eh, bakit binigay mo? Kasi nangangailangan siya. And, um, ang maganda sa akin po is a seed na pwedeng itanim. At the same time, I recognize na si Lord ang magbabalik at magpro-provide. So I, I, it's I'm blessed to be a blessing to someone. So. Okay. Matututo rin sila magtaas ng kamay. Alright. So, that's a culture of generosity. Okay. Sama ako ay yung pera. <laughs> Say, uh, listen. Bakit ang bilis ka mag bakit ang dali-dali ka magbigay? Hindi sa akin. <laughs> Hindi sa akin. Listen. Tama, tama. Is that not the point? Ang anggaan magbigay kung alam mo Ang ang dali-dali kong magbigay kung alam ko hindi Right? So if ang pagtingin mo kung ang hirapan ka magbigay, ang hirapan ka na maging maging selfless and giving and serving, just remember, it's not mine. I just am a manager. A steward. A steward. Kasi actually, hindi rin galing sa akin eh. Lahat galing kay Lord. Second Timothy, in verse, chapter 3, verse 1 to 5, it says that, talking about the last days, niya, people will just love themselves and money. They'll be proud, stuck up, rude, ungrateful, godless. Yung mga words nila, cruel, no self-control, pride, Instead of loving God, they'll just love pleasure. So that's the 
culture of the world in the last days. But God has a different culture sa atin. Selflessness. To serve and to give. And you know, how can you give and serve? Kung ikaw ay plagued with the spirit of fear, like yung sabi ko kanina, fear of being poor, hindi ka makakapagbigay. Kung may takot ka sa kahirapan, you will not ever be generous to give. You will be selfish kung ikaw ay takot sa kahirapan. Kung ikaw ay takot na you'll be a nobody, hindi ka important, then you'll never serve others. Because you would think, alangan na naman ako, bababa na, eh, baba na ako eh. Pag mababa ang pagtingin sa sarili mo, hindi ka bababa at mag-serve. Because you see that as a demotion rather than a promotion. Ako, I, I, I'm telling you from experience because yan ang dalawang takot ko before. Fear of being poor, fear of being unimportant. But when I knew Jesus and His identity that He gives me, and then it dealt, it broke, the breaking the spirit of fear and knowing that you're a child of God empowers you to give and to serve. Hindi na ako nahihiya mag-serve. Hindi na nadadamay ang self-esteem ko pag ako ay nagsaserve. Kahit saan. Bakit? I know who I am in Christ and I'm no longer afraid of being unimportant. I'm no longer afraid of being poor. Because it's, which is better? You're spending your own money or you're spending God's money? Anong mas, ma, anong mas nakakapag-experience ng wealth? Ang budget mo, ang binabudget mo, pera mo o pera ni God? Siyempre, walang, walang, hindi mauubusan. Praise the Lord for His abundant provision. Yeah. So the best way to break the, against the sin of selfishness is to trust God's love and His grace. He loves you kaya somebody. His grace is for you kaya never ka magiging poor. Hindi mo kailangan maging selfish. Because you have a great provider. And number three, blessing blocker, is kapag ang foundation is weak. A wrong foundation. Wrong kasi mahina. Mababaw. Hindi solid. So the foundation is something we depend on. If you notice dito sa likod, nag-build nila Joe and Jake and the, the men that came here, they built a solid foundation. How do we know it's solid? E bumagyo. Hindi siya nag-crack. E yung mga mabibigat na heavy equipments, nag, uh, nag-drive doon. Paulit-ulit, nag-drive ng mga forklift and everything, their trucks, and hindi nag-crack. Solid foundation. Ang foundation ng buhay mo is what you depend on. It's what makes you tick. Kung ano yung inaasahan mo, what is your hope in? What is your, is your hope in that college degree? Na parang buhay ko okay na, basta meron akong course na tinapos. Is your hope in a, a spouse? Secured na ako, basta kasal na. 
may asawa na. Is your hope in your children? Okay na yung retirement days ko kasi mayroon akong dalawa o tatlo na mag-aalaga sa akin kapag matanda na ako. Is your hope in your job or that business or your auntie sa abroad? Saan ka nagdi-depend? Because that is your foundation for your life. My question is, is it the right foundation? Is it solid? You see, ang covenant natin sa Diyos ay hindi lang pang emergency. The benefits of our covenant is so that we rely on His resources every day. Dapat first response natin, si God. Hindi, ngayon, madalas ang first response natin is tingnan natin yung pera sa banko. Tingnan natin kung kaya ko, kung kaya natin. If, if you look to your money, look to finances as your foundation, what happens kapag manipis na? Bibiyak yan. Didiskrasya. And even the whole life can crumble if your foundation goes bad. There's only one solid foundation in life, and that is Jesus. It's not even religion. It's not even a church membership. It is not even the Bible. The one solid foundation is a person, a living person. He's alive, and He's helping you. He's providing for you. So yung financial, kumbaga, yung provisions and financial security is not on things or people. It's on Jesus Christ. I am financially secured. My future is covered because of Jesus. Sabi sa Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28, Trust in your wealth and you will be a failure. Ouch. Pero yeah, pero may bahay lupa ko. Trust in your wealth and you will be a failure. Pero walang makakahigit sa hanap buhay eh. Mahalaga yun. Kasi ayaw ko ma- maging mahirap. Gusto ko mag-provide ng maayos para sa mga anak ko. Trust in your wealth and you will be a failure. But I have to earn money. Be practical. Okay, trust. This is the Bible. Trust in your wealth and you will be a failure. But God's people will prosper like healthy plants. Those who be planted in the house of the Lord will flourish. Stability, true stability is when you're trusting in God as your provider and you rely on Him. Hindi big sabihin, hindi ka nagtatrabaho. Siyempre, ipag inutusan ka ni Lord na gumawa ng negosyo, gagawin mo yan with His anointing with His blessing, with His favor. Pag sinabi ni, ni Lord, go get a job, then you go get a job. But you'll have the right job and you're trusting God to provide. It says in Psalms chapter 62, verse 10, don't make your living, living is yung hanap buhay, wag mong gawing by extortion, yung pang aapi, or put your hope in stealing. And if your wealth increases, Sabi ko, we're entering 2020 as a, a, a season of unprecedented favor. Resources increase. So sabi niya, if your wealth increases, don't make it the center of your life. That's the warning for us, friends. 
kung prinasper ka ni Lord sa kanyang provisions, kaliwat kanan at may sobra ka, nakakapag-ipon ka, nakakapag-tize, nakakapag-fulfill ng... Okay, great. Praise the Lord. I love it. You got a new car. You got new clothes, new phone, everything. I hope you enjoy it. I hope hindi ka mag-stop. Don't stop giving thanks to God. Don't forget He delivered you from, He rescued you from Egypt. But sabi dito, the warning is, do not make wealth the center of your life. Hindi magiging foundation ng buhay mo yan. In fact, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 16 to 19 says, teach those who are rich. Okay? And maraming mayaman dito ngayon. Kung tuturoan ko kayo mga mayaman, sasabihin mo, ay hindi kami mayaman, hindi. Kasi ayaw mong after this na may manghihiram sa'yo. But the truth is, maraming mayaman dito. Marami. And even if you think, hindi ako ang sinasabi ni Tim. Ikaw yun. Mayaman ka. Sabi ko kanina kay Charis, mayaman ka. Tatlong anak. Ang budget ng pang-Christmas nila is 350 150 Mayaman. Mayaman sila. Prospering. Flourishing. Don't reject it. Don't deny it. Sabi mo, ako yan. Thank you, Lord. You know, just receive it. You know? Kasi if you, if you block it and say, no, mahirap. And then kahit na, nandyan na yung 1,650, hindi mo mararanasan ng, wow, this is great. See, so don't ever sabotage your own blessing. Receive it and give thanks and praise to God. But it says here, going on with this verse, it says, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud, not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust or their foundation, their dependency, should be in God, who is rich. Alam mo, alam na si God rich, but He wants you to be poor. Hindi naman ganun si God. Ako rich, ikaw poor, huh? Let's keep it that way. Hindi naman ganun puso ni God. If God wants you to be poor, He will also be poor. But it says God is rich and blesses us with everything we need to enjoy life. Thus, listen, storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future. Sino sa inyo gusto makaroon ng good foundation for the future? You can build your life on that. You can build your finances. You can build your family on a good foundation for the future. By doing this, they store up for themselves a foundation that is good for the future so they can keep their hold on the life that is real. Ang mga tao sa mundo na hindi nakakaintindihan na yung upside-down living, sasabihin nila, ay, yung tinuturo mo, hindi real yan, hindi practical yan, eh. Theology lang yan. Parang sabi sa mga Bible, pang Bible yan. E bukas, Monday, may babayan ako sa lueko. That's real. You know, mayroon kaming gift exchange, may contribution sa school. Mama. That's the real life. No, it's not. The real life is the life that God gives you. It says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 27, these created things, yung mga bagay-bagay nakikita sa mundo, Mga possessions, material things. These created things will someday be shaken. Be shaken foundation. And removed. They'll be removed. Mawawala yan. But then the only things that cannot be shaken will remain. 
ang mananatili ay yung mga bagay-bagay na hindi na kayang ishake. The things that were built on a solid foundation. And that's good, not bad. So 1990, naranasan ko yung earthquake sa Baguio. Kikita mo yung mga buildings na gumagalaw na ganun. Ang una, bago nag-hit yung malaki, mayroong small na shake. May small shaking. Anong gagawin mo pag ikaw ay nasa building, mataas na building, and then nag-shake yan, anong gagawin mo? Lalabas ka asap. Di ba? You will leave the building. And then example lang, after 30 minutes or one hour, nag-earthquake ng wakas na earthquake at bumagsak na yung building, won't you be thankful for the shaking? Why? Because kung, kung walang shaking sa umpisa, you will, be, you will never leave the building. You will stay there. And you will, you will uh, be cr- crushed in the building. See, you, you get what I'm saying? Some of us are putting our foundation in false securities that are not really reliable. Yung relatives mo abroad, they're not really that reliable. Maybe, you know, you don't know kung anong mangyayari sa economy doon. You don't know what will happen sa relationship. Yung iba dyan sa atin, na, na, naglalagay ka ng all your self-esteem, all your identity on a relationship. And that relationship, maybe that marriage had a wrong foundation. Magtatanong, why are you getting married? Kasi that's our family expects us. Wrong foundation. Tumatanda na, walang mag-aalaga sa akin pag matanda na. Is that, the, is that a really, I know that's a foundation, but is that a good one? Is that solid enough to build your life? Foundation is, oh my, yung pag-aaral or yung, yung negosyo. It should, the, the, the foundation should be the Lord. The chosen one is the Lord. He is our foundation. There's a video, one last video, that shows about three different teenagers at kung saan sila naglagay ng foundation nila. Once upon a time, there were three little teenagers who left home and ventured out into the world. Before they left home, they were told, never forget the foundation on which your life is built. The first little teenager built her foundation on the relationship with her boyfriend. Everything she did was to impress him how she did her hair, the way she dressed. She laughed at his not-so-funny jokes and even thought his crudeness was cute. At night, they would talk on the phone until one of them fell asleep, and that was usually him. The second little teenager built his foundation on being the star athlete. Everything he did was to maintain his image. The extra workouts, the hours spent practicing in the gym, all to make sure everyone knew who he was. At night, he would sleep under his trophies to remind him of all his achievements. The third little teenager built his foundation on Christ. Everything he did, from his schoolwork, his relationships with friends and family, and the way he treated others, he did to honor Christ. At night, he spent time reading his Bible and asking God to be his foundation. One day, the first little teenager went to meet her boyfriend, but he had found a new girl. He started telling her things like, It's not you, it's me. 
and we can still be friends. She began to cry as he told her he was breaking up with her. She felt deeply depressed and helpless. At night, she cried herself to sleep, knowing she had built her foundation on straw. The second little teenager was playing in the big game when he heard something pop. Rumors spread around that he may never play again, and he lost his spot on the team. He was devastated. What would he do if he didn't play sports? At night, he laid awake, struggling to find peace, knowing he had built his foundation with sticks. The third little teenager came home one evening and his parents wanted to have a talk. As they sat there, they started telling him things like, this just isn't working, and this doesn't change how much we love you. The perfect life he thought he had started crumbling. He questioned why this was happening to him. His foundation, though shaken, stood strong because he built it on the brick. A wise man builds his life, his house, on a solid foundation. And walang ibang foundation na solid except Jesus Christ. is the rock of our salvation. Psalms 20 verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we trust in the Lord our God. You know, so in those days, mga chariots, mga horses, mga sasakyan yun eh, chariots and horses were a sign of wealth. A sign of riches. The more horses you have, the more powerful, the more rich, the richer you are. But David said, some trust in that. Siyempre, hari siya, may chariot siya, may horses siya. Pero I won't trust in that. I will use it, but I will not trust. I'll trust in the Lord, the name of the Lord. And sabi, sabi sa uh, 62.10, Psalm 62.10, Though your riches increase, do not set your hearts on them. Some people want to do everything they can to have, uh, you know, college and job and work hard, high salary, promotions, opportunities, security of tenure, you name it. Mag-ipon, bili ng mga gamit sa bahay. And yet, ang tanong ko is, hindi masama na makaroon ng mga ganon, but where do you put your foundation? Is your foundation stable? Is your foundation the Lord? Or do you worry about financial things? Are you worried about your future? What is really ang foundation mo? What choices do you make? And where do you expect? We're going to pray in just a moment, but I want to give you the three decisions now. Ang tatlong decisions that will unblock the blessing blockers. Number one is to know your identity as a child of God. Bilang child ni God. Number two is to serve and give. Serve and give to break the spirit of selfishness. And number three, depend on God alone for your secure future. Your foundation must be 
Christ. Depend on Him alone. May, may, may awit na uh, on Christ alone my hope is found. Merong verse na sa ibang says, uh, in Christ alone I put my trust. On Christ the solid rock I stand. And all other grounds are sinking sand. So friends, today, put your trust in the Lord. Break that spirit of selfishness. And know who you are. Bilang isang child of God. 